Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the September 12, 2023 meeting of the Milton Select Board. Before we begin, please join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the September 12, 2023 meeting of the Milton Select Board. We got it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you for that. Before we move to um, item three, um, yesterday marked the 22nd anniversary of September 11th, 2001, when terrorists linked to the Islamic extremist group Al-Qaeda hijacked four commercial passenger airplanes and carried out suicide attacks against targets in the United States. Two of the planes were flown into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. Within hours, both of the Twin Towers, twin towers collapsed in rubble, demolishing a large section, Lower Manhattan. The third plane hit the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C. The passengers and crew of the fourth plane fought back, and the plane was downed in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Nearly 3,000 people were killed, including 400 police officers and firefighters, and more than 6,000 were injured in the worst attacked attack against the homeland in our nation's history. It is a moment that can never be forgotten. Please join us as we take a moment of silence to honor the memories of those who lost their lives and to remember the sacrifices of the first responders and the suffering of the families and friends of those who perished in New York City, Arlington, Virginia, and Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Thank you for that. Item three is public comment. Uh, public comment, uh, we allow uh, by, by policy, recently uh, revised policy, three minutes, mm -hmm. uh, up to three minutes per person and up to 21 minutes of our meeting for public comment. Um, and we will alternate between those in person and those online. Uh, I would ask you to try to keep your time to three minutes. I'll give you a, uh, an, an indication when you're at two minutes and 30 seconds. And uh, if you start, if you could, when you start, if you give, give your name and your address uh, to us and, uh, and then go on and, and have your say. So uh, is there anyone, we'll start in person. And actually, uh, Mr. Milano will time the 21 minutes and I will do my very best to time the three minutes. So do we have anyone in person for public comment? Please come up, Caroline. If you could sign in, Carolyn, that'd be great too. Great.
My name is Carolyn Cahill. I live at 40 Essex Road here in Milton. And I just want to take a moment and thank the select board for all the work that you guys do for our town um, of Milton. I'm here tonight to speak in favor of the MBTA zoning bill. I'm a real estate agent in Milton and have been for almost 20 years. As of today, our average sales price for a single family home per MLS is 1.1 million. The median home sales is 925,000. $925,000 in Milton right now will buy you a four bedroom house, one full bath, and approximately 1,500 square feet. A $1.1 million home will buy you three bedrooms, one and a half bathrooms, and approximately 2,000 square feet. This past week, a new condo conversion came on the market on Antwerp Street. It was listed for $729,000. That's $729,000. This was three bedrooms, two full bathrooms, and 1,700 square feet. Completely renovated, all new systems, and only had one deeded parking spot. After a weekend of open houses, the property is pending. There is another two, th two slash three family condo on Thatcher Street. That is a two bedroom, one full bath, approximately 1,100 square feet. That just came on the market for 549,000. These condo alternatives are a more affordable option for future generations who want to live in Milton. For those of us who own property in town, how lucky are we that we live in a community so close to Boston and have reaped the benefits of home ownership. My hope is our residents and elected officials can work together and find a way to comply with MBTA zoning, with the MBTA zoning bill and determine what works best for Milton. We need more housing options here in town. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Cahill. Um, do we have anyone online for Citizen Street? Uh, seeing none at this time, is there anyone else in person for Citizen Speak for public comment? Seeing none, uh, none in person. And I'll give one more chance for people online to raise their hands or to indicate in some way. And I don't see anything, Mr. Milano. Agreed. All right. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, we will go to item four, which is discussion, discussion approval of a sewer bond issuance for the uh, Massachusetts Water Resources Authority. And I think we have our duly elected treasurer with us tonight. And um, perhaps uh, Mr. Milano will have our treasurer join us. Is that the plan? Sure, come on. <laughs> Always helpful to have our treasurer here for a sewer bond issuance. <laughs> Would you like me to sign in? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. If, when you're elected, you don't have to sign in. You just go wherever you want. <laughs> I, I, I told Nick that I'll be here on deck. So, okay. all right. Uh, so, Nick, do you want to, Mr. Milano, do you want to uh, tee this up? Or? Sure. Uh, this is following through on a December 2022 town meeting vote to authorize $1,150,000 in sewer capital projects. 
um, because we are in the MWRA uh, program um, and a member of the MWRA, we have access to capital funding through the MWRA. So of that $1,150,000, 75% of it is granted to the town um, and 25% is a 10 year no interest loan. So $862,500 in grant money, $287,500 and a 0% loan payable over 10 years back to the MWRA. This issuance, um, if approved tonight, will fund um, infiltration and inflow projects in town, which is prevent, you know, it's a preventative program to stop uh, water, rainwater um, from leaking into sewer pipes, which then go out to Deer Island. And we pay to have that treated. So if we're able to reduce what gets into our pipes, we're able to reduce our costs overall. Um, this project is in the design phase, expected to go out to bid later this fall. Um, and the MWRA, as we discussed, will be paying the lion's share of the cost here. Comments or questions from comment? Any anything from? No, our I don't have anything to add. That that was a good summary. I mean, I, I, as Nick said, it's it's the or Mr. Milano said the um, the it's a zero percent interest, um, and it's it's payable over ten years. So, and it's the the actual amount we're borrowing is less than three hundred thousand dollars. Comments or questions from members? Mr. Um, so. You got it. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I, I just, I'll, I'll be in voting in favor of this. I just feel like it, we should acknowledge that, um, you know, this summer has been, you know, the wet, one of the wettest summers in our history. I, and knowing what we know about climate change, I think we can anticipate more extreme weather events going forward. Um, many of us were watching hurricane. So to me, it makes a lot of sense to be investing in this kind of infrastructure, um, particularly in the long run, if it saves us money by reducing our um, uh, the amount of water that's going into sewage treatment. So it seems like a, a pretty straightforward vote. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Other comments or questions? So the uh, proposed vote is comprised of two uh, elements. One is the vote on the number, and one is the authorization to sign. So. Um, uh, we probably, it's probably a good idea to, to read it quickly. Um, oh, Ms. No. Oh, I thought I didn't say no, no, sorry. Um, so, um, so I'll make the motion um, to, uh, I'll, I'll move that the sale of 287,500 sewer, bond, sewer bonds of the town dated September 18, 2023 to the Massachusetts Water Resources Authority is hereby approved in the town tre treasurer or other appointee appropriate town official is authorized to execute on behalf of the town a loan agreement and financial assistance agreement with the MWRA. With respect to the bond, the bond should be payable without interest on August 15th of the years and in the principal amounts as follows. Uh, and it sets forth um, for each year, 2024 through 2028, an installment of $28,750. And actually it's for each year from 2024 to, through 2033 installments of $28,750. And the further vote is that each member of the select board, the town clerk, and the town treasurer be and hereby, hereby are authorized to take any and all such actions and execute and deliver such certificates and receipts or other documents as may be determined by them or any of them to be necessary, convenient, to carry into effect the provisions of the foregoing vote. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded. Mm -hmm. uh, I will just observe there's a reference to the 287000 and uh, do we need the reference to the uh, personally 800,000 as well? Or no, this is just an agreement for what we're borrowing. Okay, thank you, Mr. Miller. 
All right, motion's been made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor of the roll call vote. Um, Ms. Musto, I'm sorry, Ms. Bradley. Yes. Ms. Musto. Yes. Mr. Wells. Yes. Mr. Zoll. Yes. And Mr. Zoll, yes. Um, uh, I think that's oh. it. Thank you. That's to it. Our... We just need your signature, but yes. Now, do you need it tonight? Uh, that would be great. I do think Lynn has the papers, so at um, some so point. After this the meeting, is that okay? Absolutely, yes. All right. Thank so you so we'll, much. We'll sign it in after the meeting, and you'll have it in the morning. First awesome. thing. Great, thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, uh, item five is discussion approval of a letter. This is a follow-up item, letter from town council to the Massachusetts Department of Transportation regarding the proposed project at Randolph Ave and Chickatovic Road. And why don't we ask uh, our town council, Mr. Mello, to join us. And um, uh, this is a follow-on item, but I believe Mr. Mr. Um, uh, Milano has some updated information um, from the um, Massachusetts Department of Transportation with respect to this project. So why don't we sure. go first to Mr. Milano. Sure, Mr. Chair, thank you very much. Um, I had a conversation with uh, DPW Director Chase Berkeley today who had some updates from MassDOT regarding this project. Um, I know one of their, their most recent letter to the town referenced a September advertisement date, um, but our understanding is that as into advertisement date has been pushed back um, to the end of this calendar year. Um, we also did ask about um, the MEPA environmental review process. Um, they have confirmed, they have indicated to the town that that process has not commenced yet and that they have not filed their environmental notification form, which uh, begins that process. So uh, I wanted to make sure that the board understood that um, while there had been a reference to a September advertisement date, that has been pushed back at this time. Um, and as we get into the letter, I think one place to add a request here would be to request um, formally an update on the schedule. Um, we don't have anything official from MassDOT uh, to this effect, and we, don't ha we haven't had um, a schedule previously. So um, that's one suggestion I'd make once we get to talking about the letter here, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Mr. Milano. Mr. Mello, do you have anything uh, to add at this point? No, I think that's uh, one that <clears throat> summarizes it well. Comments or questions from, from <clears throat> Mr. Zoll? <clears throat> Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, given that that's the case, I just wonder um, if our council would, do we have the eight, September 18th deadline in uh, for a response in the letter? Um, I'm assuming that we we wanted a really quick turnaround because we were expecting that the project went out uh, in September and it might be a little more reasonable since we have a lot of things we're asking them for, which I think we should be asking them for, but maybe to give them another, I don't know, another week of time. Sure. Uh, what would your advice be there? Yeah, that's reasonable. I think that, that's appropriate. Um, okay. 25th. I, I might um, suggest then an, an edit then that we uh, amend the letter to um, on the very last paragraph instead of Monday, September 18th, 2023 to Monday, September 25, 2023. Yeah, and, and bear in mind, the ask there is that they respond with their availability as opposed to provide providing the information. But I okay. think that um, it's regardless, it's a pretty abrupt turnaround. So I think that that's appropriate to give them a, another week. Okay. Other comments or questions? Ms. Musto. Thank you, um, Mr. Chair. Um, so I thought the letter was quite good. I want to make sure that we, where we we're knowing that this is getting pushed off a little bit, that we, um, really push for an, an on-site meeting um, instead of anything in, uh, less than that because they had promised that, and I know it's mentioned in here, but they had promised that quite some time ago. 
Um, since the last meeting that we had with regards to this, a few people emailed me or called me. Um, and these are some of the points that I believe are in this letter already, but things such as, um, you know, how would traffic safety be looked at, you know, the entire corridor, like any changes and how would that affect cut through traffic on some of our Milton side streets like Hillside and um, how would people be able to get out? So those are all, we've mentioned these before. Um, one person uh, was very concerned about the eminent domain that they are taking of some land, this particular person was somebody who would be affected by that. Um, they had a lot of concern about that. Um, and, uh, you know, lack of comprehensive safety beyond the intersection. These are things we've all talked about. Um, um, also, looking at a unified front from all of us and our um, delegation. So I, I'm just wondering, when we send this letter, who else are we sending it to? Who's, who are we CCing on this letter? Because I think it should be our delegation as well as um, anyone that we think that could be helpful on this at the mm -hmm. state level. So I just want to make sure that we, we CC all of those people. So we would typically uh, CC the delegation. And in this case, uh, Mr. O'Dowd was sending it on behalf of the secretary, on behalf of the, um, the uh, super highway super supervisor of highways, I think is his title, um, and on behalf of the governor. So perhaps we, uh, we, we CC all of those people as well. So it will go right to the governor as well? If we I mean, see, I think see, yeah. it should at yeah. this point because some of these responses have been yeah. lacking a little bit. Um, and, you know, I think you had mentioned this in here about, I know they may or may not have to let us know, but some of the data from those other alternatives they looked at and really press for them to, um, to really, you know, we talked about those dedicated left-hand turns, signalized lanes that, um, you know, especially if things are going to be studied and be pushed out that we absolutely need that for safety. Mm -hmm. So, thank you. Ms. Bradley. Thanks so much, Mr. Chair. Oh, Mr. Wells, and then Mr. Wells. Go ahead, Ms. Bradley. Sorry, um, mine's real quick. I thought that at our last meeting we had talked about reaching out to the other towns that um, access that. So if we were to CC, I was just piggybacking off of that. Mm -hmm. um, if we were to, to send this, I'm wondering if we could maybe talk if Nick or somebody could talk to the other towns that access that road, mm -hmm. specifically Randolph, um, and see if they'd like to, or maybe we CC them, however that works. So we could CC the, the town manager and the, the, uh, the head of the town council. Uh, I can't remember what the title of the head of the town council there is. I don't know if they call it the president. Probably they council call president. The president. Yeah. yeah, president of the town council. <laughs> Very lofty title. But, um, it is. Um, uh, so we can certainly CC and then may maybe we CC it and then CC them and then Nick follows it up with a conversation. Perfect. Sure. I just so, don't want to leave them out since they are right. going to be impacted by that. That's a good point. I think Mr. Wells had one of them. Yes, Mr. Wells. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I, I just want to reiterate a couple of things that, you know, how we got this, how we got to this point. I mean, fortunately, being a senior member, I had opportunity to be here. When they first introduced this to actually go to district six on multiple occasions to meet with howard stein hudson and i believe like you to take a couple of tours including one with the secretary but one of the important things that um perhaps we should start to list some of this on the website is when you look at how not just matt master but how roundabouts are taking shape in this country 
you can easily find loads of documentation from everyone from AAA to AARP to the American Institute of Insurance Agencies to some of the, the crash data institutes as to how they came to this conclusion in this case. I know that when I speak of this, it's not popular and it's easy to, to think, oh no, but when you look at things relative and I, I like Ms. Musto received several emails in the past few days and I answered them today. When you look at the effect of them on safety, um, the ease of congestion, the reduction of pollution from idling cars at, at red lights, um, the, the um, and decrease in overflow traffic into abutting neighborhoods, you can see why um, the use of roundabouts has become such a common practice in situations just as this. I've said this several times before, but I want to reiterate it again tonight because I went back and reviewed some of the data that our former colleague, a couple of the articles that our former colleague, Ms. Collins, who actually lives in that one of the neighborhoods affected by this, brought forward a few years ago. Um, and I just don't want residents to think that MassDOT just came up with this idea. They they did look at, they had the benefit of all the crash data, the black box data, the volume data. They did multiple speed strip counts. They did a lot. And, and much like the newer members here, I was shocked when I first heard it, but I've come to understand it. And that's why I, 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 um, I'm not as against it as others are, because I believe in the long run, this will absolutely have a positive impact on not just 28, the communities feeding it, the, the neighborhoods abutting it, but the overall congestion and especially, and most importantly, reduction of some severe bodily injury and fatal, fatal motors vehicle accidents at that uh, intersection. So that's just my thoughts on this. Thank you. Ms. Musto and then Mr. Zoll. Um, thank you. A uh, couple of comments. The roundabouts, I would say, are probably not a one-size-fits-all. <coughs> I'm hearing what Mr. Wells is saying, and I do appreciate that. You know, we've had 1,800 residents that have come out, our Milton residents, that are opposed to this solution. We don't have the data on the other alternatives. Their own study showed longer queue times on Chickataw, trying to get in there. And I will say that um, within the past week or two on the news, there was a rotary, I think rotary in Somerset, where two people died going in the wrong way on one of those. Um, not a roundabout, but a rotary, similar. But, um, you know, so there were fatalities recently. Thank you. Mr. Zoll. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, so just a, a quick, um, more of a point, I think, as we as we send this letter to keep in mind, um, I, I hear what uh, uh, Mr. Wells is saying, and uh, I, I have expressed, I think, at times my own opinion that I think, you know, in terms of the very specific intersection, I think it's very likely that a rotary or a roundabout makes the most sense. Um, but what I have been concerned about is the lack of information about what the, the, the placing the rotary will do with the downstream traffic further along 28 as we get into Milton, if you're thinking of traffic flowing into Milton. Um, I, and when we had the uh, DOT here, I believe it was uh, June 27th, um, and uh, we, I, I had asked the question about a study that was underway looking at the effects of this on the corridor. 
Uh, and uh, I think that the, the answer to that was, you know, I think it's like a year long study. And so they felt like with the September deadline that they wouldn't have really any data from that um, to be able to inform uh, the process. Um, so, which I asked the question then why are we moving forward with the process without the data? But um, I would suspect that by December, if they're putting this out to bid, that they will have more data that they've collected because I think for me, the real concern is we're it's we're playing a whack-a-mole game here where we're going to push down the inter accidents at that intersection but we're going to create them further down um, where you have families that are going to be trying to pull out on the side streets uh onto 28. i think that's the real danger there and the i those families the the light actually provides some break in the traffic so that they can pull out um, and without that break in the traffic that's going to be it's going to force people into decisions that they may not want to be making so I think that we should just, this is just to say that I think we should be keeping this in our pocket as we send this letter out and that we can revisit that point, that it would be one of the things I would really want to see is some progress on that study if this thing is going out in December before the December date. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mr. Zoll. Um, other comments? Um, I will add with respect to the interim solutions that we've talked about in that, uh, including activating the, uh, the left-hand turn signals that actually are there. Um, and that we had a resident uh, last week came in and said that, um, that it was activated. I actually have been through it, and I know some other people have been through it um, this week, and it wasn't activated at certain times. So it may be activated at certain times and not activated at other times. Certainly the DOT, according to their letter, they don't think it's activated. So um, perhaps we can get some clarity on that. And, and if it's activated and it's on sometimes, maybe we, you know, certainly in it as an interim solution, get them to turn it, ask them to turn it on all the time um, so that uh, so there is, there's, there's perhaps uh, some safety advantage there. So, and in terms of moving forward with the letter, so we, we, we've talked about uh, amending the date to September 25th, and we, we, we talked about requesting an update on the schedule. Uh, so uh, do we want to move forward uh, and authorize the letter subject to the revision on the date and subject to town council, including a requested update on the schedule? And CCs. And the CCs, CCs. That, yes. that I think you have. Yeah. What about the point you just raised with respect to the left turn signal and the Isn't uncertainty it, mm -hmm. about? Well, um, we, we have, you, you did mention the interim okay. solution. Yeah. So, you, I, you know, I, I think, you know, yeah. it would it's help if we could have a conversation <laughs> <laughs> with people at, at DOT well, about what exactly they're doing. Just to clarify, yeah, yeah. I mentioned in bullet one the, the need for data concerning its analysis of right. the left turn signal. But the apparent uh, or the confusion that seems to exist about whether or not the signal is currently activated. Um, uh, you like you just pointed out that someone had, had mentioned last oh. week that they had observed that the signal was operating. Right. And DOT had indicated in prior correspondence that it wasn't. So do you want me to raise that question or? So, so on point seven is where you're talking about the, um, the mitigation. Yeah the short-term mitigation. So perhaps if the board, if the right. members want something there with respect to that, we could okay. we could include it there. Does that yeah, make sense? Sure. Okay. Mr. Chair, are you making that motion? Uh, so I'll make a motion uh, to authorize uh, town council to uh, send this letter on behalf, um, on behalf of the board uh, with the, um, with the updates and the suggestions that we made. I'll second, second that. Motion's been made and seconded. Any further discussion? <laughs> 
Um, all those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Zoll? Yes. And Mr. Zulis, yes. Thank you, uh, Mr. Malik. Thank you. Um, Thank you. All right. Uh, M6 is discussion update, approval animal shelter project located at the dump access road to contract with access construction. And I think we have Mr. Milano for an update on this. Sure, thank you, Mr. Chair. The Animal Shelter Advisory Committee met last week on Friday to discuss the project, um, and they scheduled another meeting for tomorrow um, at, I believe, noon. I could be wrong on that, but they are meeting tomorrow um, to pick up their conversation on the project. Access Construction was asked to go back and um, take a look at their numbers, see if there was anything they could do on their price. As I think I've mentioned previously, they have come down on their ledge price, which was um, in there at about $720 a cubic yard for a ledge. Uh, they've come down uh, just about right in half on that price proposal. Um, right now, as things stand, my, my understanding is the total project cost is about $4.1 million with total available and committed funds close to just over $4 million. Um, but we are, we are looking through that with the Animal Shelter Advisory Committee um, to, to confirm that and seeking their recommendation on the project, which um, if they make it uh, tomorrow, we can bring that to the select board um, as soon as the board is, is interested to hear uh, their recommendation on that project. Um, our goal was to have, if the uh, project budget was met, to have a contract approved um, as soon as possible so that Access knew that um, things are moving forward. They have been receptive and willing partners in our um, attempts to get them to um, work on their pricing. Comments or questions from members? Ms. Muster. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Milano, where are we in regards to looking at the other site um, at the where it is presently located? Uh, this board has reviewed and discussed a business plan that was put together by Milton Animal League, looked at by the Animal Shelter Advisory Committee. Um, the, the main thrust of what's left is for that business plan um, is a, a good hard number on the value of that property. Uh, that was the main sticking point of the Attorney General's Public Charities Division when we discussed it with them. Uh, so we've been working with the assessor to look at um, comparable land and land value in Milton. Um, and that's what we continue to work on. And the other piece of that is uh, where Animal League had talked about a potential lease um, and nailing down what a fair market value of a lease would be um, is, is the other challenge that remains um, on that looking at that site in terms of just going back to the attorney generals with that uh, division, public charities division with that information if um, the trustees uh, requested that we do so. Mr. Mr. Wells. Thank you, Mr. Chair. So if the advisory committee were to try and recommend this to us, um, they have no contingency money, zero. Even if they had enough at 4.1, if they could scrape every nickel that they have, or possibly have, because it's not all committed yet, um, what would they do? Because that's the difficulty. There's no additional donor money. There's no additional town money. They have no additional money. As you know, you and I discussed this last week, the fire station just headquarters alone I think it came in is what we, we projected it at, I think it was 17 or 18 million, it's in the 20s, several million over. Fortunately, the passage of the Tom Meter article allowed for that contingency 
what would you do here? Because I just don't know how you could, they may wind up putting the town in a box or the animal shelter in a box because they authorize a contract when they have not enough money or barely enough money and no money at all for contingency. That's a serious concern. Mr. Milano, is, sure. there, is there contingency in that $4.1 million figure? So the um, figure that we are working on, still working on with the owner's project manager includes, um, of the $4.1 million in total project costs that I mentioned, it includes a $65,000 construction contingency. Um, and the, I should mention the ledge is broken out in two ways. First, $250,000 in an expected slash anticipated ledge, um, and an additional ledge contingency if it's absolutely everything that the geotech report suggests would be about um i believe it's 1600 cubic yards and at the price that they've given would be five hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars. um and that all of that is included in the budget right now so five hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars total for a ledge um hoping that the ledge number actually is less than that in, rea in reality in addition there is a construction contingency of sixty five thousand dollars um but your point is correct at this point based on what we have available and committed versus the total project costs with those contingencies cooked in, um, there's still a deficiency at this time in funding available um, and something I'm sure that will be discussed at the advisory committee meeting tomorrow. Other comments, questions? Ms. Braddock. Thank you, Mr. Chair. So um, I, I had an opportunity to look through this and um, and I've had an opportunity of being in on many of the calls regarding the animal shelter. Where I stand and where I've always stood is that I want it done as soon as possible. I would like this off our books. I would like this off our records. And I would like to move on to other projects that we can do for our town. Um, in looking at the deficiency, which is approximately $136,000, if we don't have that 65K, that is the... What, I, I'm not really sure what you call the construction, construction contingency. contingency. Thank you, contingency. Um, then we're only looking at about a seventy thousand dollar, sixty another sixty five. Yeah, 65, just so 70. so there's clarity. Um, there has been a reduction in the in Axis's proposed costs. Mm -hmm. So the the delta right now is seventy thousand dollars, of okay. which sixty five thousand dollars is a construction contingency. Okay. In addition, there's also included $20,000 for soft cost contingency. If there's okay. a change order on X, maybe it might result in a change order for engineering services. So they sometimes run in parallel. Okay. So is this for, if I, if I may, Mr. Chair, is this for this budget cycle year or is this for FY, give me a second, 25? The project would span both fiscal 24 and fiscal 25. So if this deficit can't be made up, we're looking at the town to make up the deficit both in 24 and 25. Most likely it would be at the end of the project. So end of the project, arise, great, that's good to know. So it'd be more closer to the FY25 budget. Okay, and my last thing, if I may, Mr. Chair, um, I know that when Ms. McKetrick came and, and spoke about this, she had talked about having um, an independent consultant auditor CPA, somebody that was coming to look at the Milton Animal League's books to ensure that everything was copacetic, as we had heard from other folks in public meeting that there was concerns. 
Um, I would just like to ask that we have a, um, whether it's an executive summary or something from somebody before we enter into a contract with a third party, with the Milton Animal League um, being one of the main primary payees of payors of this, um, I'd like to make sure that we have something in writing that says that everything is copacetic. Um, it's just a protection for not only the town, but for them, and just let's make sure everything is the way it's supposed to be and that there's no rumors or anything else that's happening. So um, if that can be made available before we sign any contracts or do anything further, um, I would greatly appreciate it. I won't be able to be at the meeting tomorrow um, because I, I will be, unfortunately be in class um, about income tax, funny enough. Um, so um, so if, if you could, or, or Tim or somebody could just let them know that this is something that I personally would like to see before I feel comfortable signing off on something, that would be great. Sure, if I could uh, just, so one component of this obviously will be, as you speak to, is is knowing that the money is there. Right. Um, and funds have been committed by both the Copeland Foundation and the Milton Animal League. Yep. And um, what I have spoken with Attorney McKetrick about is memorializing those informal agreements with um, that are enforceable. Uh, that is my understanding that's Copeland's preference that they've made known to the Animal League previously is that they would like an agreement with the town um, in Copeland. And this is something that Copeland and the town had entered into mm -hmm. during the school projects um, some 20 years ago. Uh, and in, in talking with the Animal League, that that is something they would be open to as well. Um, so that both that would be in work for both groups, not just the Animal League. And just to clarify, fair to say, Mr. Milano, just to, so we have a $65,000 construction contingency, we have a $20,000 soft cost contingency, and we have a $287,000 ledge contingency. Is that, is that correct? Correct. 280, yeah. $280,000 ledge contingency. So that, that gives us about a $365,000 contingency uh, for this, and that's included in the budget for which we're about $65,000 to the $65,000. That needs to be made out. Mr. Mr. Wells. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Well, on a $4 million project, $65,000 contingency is not very much. Um, and what happens when the first change order comes across is they do, as we saw in school projects, we saw it in the fire station projects, we saw it in the library project, and there's no money to pay it. And the second thing that the board needs to be aware of is that there was an MOA that was voted on and signed by both select board and the Milton Animal League at the beginning of this, that there'd be no town funds spent. The one, the one, um, the one concession to that was the seven hundred thousand dollar capital addition two years ago, um, because they were in, they this had just gone on so long. So, I believe that if they come looking to the town, I think they know they if they want an MOA, there are no additional town funds for them to receive here. So, so uh, two things. Uh, uh, one is certainly if, if if the town wanted to commit more funds, if it needed to, it could do so. It did with the seven hundred thousand, could do so again. Mr. 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 Milano. Um, we don't own it, Mr. Michael. Milano. We don't own it. So let's say I, I, hypothetically I, 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 this I, is approved, and yeah. there, and the the multi, as Mr. Milano knows, he's heard it. Anyone who goes listens to their meetings. The million-dollar question in this continuously has been the ledge and the uncertainty of it, how deep it is. Other proposals we've seen have been so high specifically because of it. Um, 
This proposal initially omitted it completely. Um, what happens if you award this and it's May or June or whatever, and the ledges beyond there, and let's say they come in with a $200,000 change order, what do we do? It's not our building. We don't own it. Well, that, that we would be fine it. because this We own is... the land. Sure. That, we that, don't own yeah. the building. That, that would be fine because there's a $287,000 ledge contingency. So in that hypothetical, that would be fine. But Mr. Milano, can you talk about uh, the, the analysis that led to the contingencies that have been developed? Uh, yes, that is on recommendation of the owner's project manager who um, will certainly be here when this board takes it up to, and I can go back to him with, with some follow-up questions as I'm hearing tonight. Um, he said typical contingency on a normal construction project might be 5%. Um, he finds that their jobs usually come around 2% and that this is design build and that it's modular construction. His recommendation figure was about 2.5% uh, resulting in the $65,000 figure that's been included uh, to date. Other comments or questions? All right, uh, so uh, the advisory committee is, is, uh, uh, may give us a recommendation tomorrow. Uh, so maybe the question for this board, um, uh, well, Mr. Milano, um, uh, do we have a, can you, can you tell the board what the timeline for construction would be after we sign a contract? Uh, they would move right into, I believe site work would start, um, they would shoot to start site work and be done um, before the winter truly has hit us. So I think they were start looking to mobilize in November and be out of there within six to eight weeks in terms of site work. So, um, but there's plenty of work to be done before then. And as soon as we have a, a contract, uh, everybody can get going on, on that schedule. So I, I believe the schedule had pegged in contract approval in the month of September. Um, I don't believe there was a firm date on, on that. And what would be the completion date? under that timeline? Um, project closeout would be September of 2025. All right, so we're talking about another 2024 or 2025? I'm sorry, 24. All right, yes. so we're talking about an, another year if we approve the contract this month. Um, so um, so I guess the question for the board is, uh, the advisory committee is gonna be meeting, may give us a recommendation tomorrow. Um, we have a, uh, a Governor Stoughton meeting scheduled for next Tuesday. We have a select board meeting scheduled for the 26th. Um, I guess the question is, you know, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> given the fact that this has been pending for years, uh, I, I, I would want to move along as quickly as possible one way or the other if we get a, a recommendation from the advisory committee. So we could add this uh, uh, to next Tuesday. We could have a select board meeting perhaps after our Governor Stoughton public hearing, which which should go, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. We could add that as well. Uh, Mr. Zoll. Uh, Mr. Chair, I, selfishly, that would be my preference, uh, as I will be out of the country on the 26th, um, which I've flagged earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, spent some time around the animal shelter. I feel pretty strongly about this, so I'd like to participate in it. So if, if we could do that, otherwise, um, I might ask that we postpone it until I return. Mm -hmm. It seems like there is some time sensitivity. Ms. Mustard. Uh, thank you. I would suggest that we uh, not do it the same night that we're doing the Governor Stoughton meeting. Um, I know we're allotting a certain amount of time, but sometimes those meetings do run lo longer than that. And um, the other thing is, I would like to know from Mr. Milano, um, 
if my understanding was that we were sort of looking at the two options sort of simultaneously. Um, and so I would like to see if we can do a little more forward motion on the other end of things too, because um, anybody who does construction or is in that business knows there's always cost overruns. And, and you're talking about a market where uh, prices change all the time. So I uh, think that, you know, to Mr. Wells's point, it could come in. I know what they're telling you for numbers, but every project we've ever done has always been over <laughs> and pretty significantly. Ledge is something that's can be very expensive. Um, and even if they have this contingency, it could still be a lot more than we think. And I would like to make sure that we're also looking at that other option. I don't, I really strongly suggest we don't do it the same night as we do the Governor Stoughton meeting. Right, well, I mean, we, we could put it on and see how long the Governor Stoughton meetings, we could always defer it that night. I mean, uh, we could put it on and then see, see how things go that night. Mr. Wells. Mr. Chair, just to reiterate, um, you know, we do have $5 million committed if we build the animal shelter at the existing site and two donors with no tax dollars from the town at all. The, I believe that we, you and I both know that the, all of the abutters, the three groups, Quisset, uh, Pulte, and um, any Cliff neighbors, as well as the Governor Stoughton neighbors, are, always, are all going to strongly advocate next week that we pursue that. And I, I do agree, I'm, I, I don't, I, I still have 100 questions of, I think this is not a feasible situation at all. It's not like we have five, we had five million for the for the access road site. That'll be a, a different issue. And if this were all town dollars that we were spending, we'd be looking at it differently than if there were pri not private dollars involved. So I think that we need to give these um, to truly listen to the residents. And I think it would be a slap in their face if we were to try and vote on this on the same night. I if 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 the rest of you felt that you, I will not, but if the rest of you felt that you want to go that way, I, I would suggest that you wait until uh, Mr. Zoll returns from his, his um, honeymoon in October. Thank you. So, so let me just, for the record, I don't presume to know what the neighbors are going to say with respect to, um, to, uh, to the animal shelter project uh, in, 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 at those various sites. So I don't, I, I, so I don't presume to know what, what they will say. And I certainly don't presume that there's any slap of the face, uh, you know, in, in considering a project that's been, um, that's been, that's um, uh, been ongoing since 2015. So Mr. Zoll. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, just on this point of the other, uh, the site, which is on the, um, the, the uh, poor farm, um, my understanding, and I admittedly am the newest member to, to this board, um, is that that land um, is actually under the purview of the trustees of the Governor Stoughton Trust because it was left to uh, left uh, to the select board who, and who makes up the trustees to determine how best to use that land for the benefit of the poor. Um, and so it might actually be more fitting to include it. And I wonder if we have to have an opinion about the animal shelter land as the trustees, because that land is under the trust. And again, I'm, I'm just asking a question here um, because uh, I, I would say, if you asked me to put on my other hat as a trustee, I don't know that I would say that the animal shelter um, 
fulfills the mission of that well. And I also I'm unclear about whether the attorney general um, would uh, if if we've because we've put into the attorney general about the affordable housing idea on that site. Did we include uh, the animal shelter as part of that request, or would we have to go back to the attorney general to ask permission for um, you know to, to to create a new animal shelter on that site? Just so a, a whole host of questions so, that are coming so, from the so so, so so there is nothing currently in front of the attorney general because because it is up to a business plan, and my understanding is we're we're waiting on the advisory committee. Um, uh, to update the business plan. So that's where that sits. Uh, if we're talking about um, construction, uh, if we were to begin this month, if we were to get a contract this month and have an animal shelter a year from now, certainly uh, to, to try to use the town farmland, it's fair to say that would add a considerable time my judgment to the project, Ms. Bradley. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair. So we we did take it, and we we the town and the animal animal league took it to the attorney general's office, and the chair's right; they're looking for a business plan. Um, I do not feel comfortable knowing the information that I know to vote on the Milton Animal League to help subsidize or pay for, basically pay for it, this project until I get a report from, I don't care if it's a CPA, I don't care if it's an auditor, I don't, I need some assurance from somebody that has a license that tells me that these accounts are okay. There has been a lot of talk about it in previous meetings before you were um, elected. Ben, I'm, I'm sorry about that, I can, you know. I'm not sorry, I missed <laughs> You can go back and watch them. Um, but there's been a lot of talk about um, the way that the money has come in and, and the accounting of it. And so I just wanna make sure that before we, as a town, take this step, I'm gonna to wanna to see that everything is a-okay and hunky-dory in Milton Animal League's finances. And I have said this now for months to a lot of people. And, um, and it is not only a protection for ourselves, but it's something that a smart business person would do. I am all in favor of moving this animal shelter forward, whether it be here, there, or anywhere. I don't care. I want it off the books. I've said that from the beginning, but I cannot in good conscience vote on something until I have all the information about their finances because we are basically entrusting that they will be able to handle all of this. And honestly, right now, I don't know that that's true. And so I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying, please show me, as any good business person would say, show me the money. Mr. Wells. So thank you. Just a follow-up to Mr. Zoll. Um, so as Mr. Milano knows, Mr. McGittrick, counsel for the League has been conversing with both donors. And for full disclosure, I am a member of one of them, the Corporate Foundation. I've said many times before, this is a vote, a grant that we made long before I ever thought of being on this animal shelter. So to those who are exasperated about your time here, mine dealing with this issue predates it double that. Mm -hmm. So, but to the point Mrs. McGettrick has conveyed and what has been stated to her is that the interest in the Gummer Stoughton land is not just to build it there, but what would be to buy 
some of the land from the Governor Stoughton, answer an RFP, and any money answerable to an RFP from Governor Stoughton would go directly into the Governor Stoughton Fund, just as the Pulte money did for the poor of Milton. So um, I don't want to belabor, belabor this, but that, and, and as to the final point to Mr. Zoll, believe me, the, the Attorney General and the three Attorney Generals prior are very familiar that the animal shelter sits there where it has been housed now for nearly 45 years. So thanks on that, Mr. Chair. So um, I'll just say with respect to an RFP, I mean, the, currently the governor of Stoughton land is not for sale, but you know, I guess it could be, <laughs> but it's currently not for sale. So. I, I didn't say it was. I just said if you would have, if you would have considered selling part of the land to build it there, Mr. McGettrick has been advised by the donors that they would, in fact, answer an RFP. And as you know, from how the whole Pulte neighborhood came to being, that was a sale. And that money went directly into the Governor Stoughton Fund, which we have used, and all, including every member of this board, is used to vote for specifically using things like the Milton Food Pantry and Milton Residence Fund, which directly impact the poor Milton. And so... Say so if we if there were an RFP, I, I wasn't saying we did. I I gave that as a as a um, a possibility, not as not as a reality. But we know in that in that hypothetical, there would it would add significant time to uh, significant time uh, months, if not years, to to um, getting a, an animal shelter done. Um, uh, Mr. Wells, are you is that uh, did you just leave your hand up? Do you have anything else? No, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, so so I guess the question is, uh, we're gonna we're expect to get a recommendation from the advisory committee tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, do we want to take this up, uh, or at least have it a uh, potential of having it being heard on the nineteenth? And we can always defer it if we don't have after the the, the hearing, the Governor Stoughton hearing, and then we can we can always defer it if it gets too late or if we decide we didn't. Is that something we want to do? I think it'd be fine to put it on there, and if we felt like we didn't have enough time to deal with it or we didn't have the information that we need. I just want could, that one piece of paper. Yeah, we could kick it down the down the road. Is that consensus or Ms. Mustard wasn't wasn't didn't want to do that, but uh, is that can we put it on? Is that the, rather than have a vote on it, can we just put it on and we can always make a decision at the time? Are you gonna put it I'm sorry, are you gonna put it on for a discussion or are you putting it on for an, a potential approval? Well I mean because I if you're gonna put it on for a potential discussion at the end of that meeting, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're looking at an approval, I think that's more involved because yeah. maybe you'd want, if it got to the point that they are looking at that, you'd want to have the project manager and you'd yeah, want information. Absolutely. So if you're gonna potentially leave it on as a potential discussion, if we have time, and I would say the caveat is if we have time, I don't wanna rush any of these residents. So, so what I, I would say, um, if we have a recommendation from the advisory committee, then we should make a decision on it. And we would have, and we should have the project manager available uh, for that kind of discussion. And so that would be my my view, um, Mr. Wells. Well, I don't think so. The point of the audit is going to be a more than one piece of paper, and I highly <laughs> doubt that anything of that nature is going to be in our hands by next Tuesday. Well, I guess we can find out. I guess we can find out whether. whether I think we would have had it already if it existed. It's well, been asked maybe, for maybe, maybe on multiple right. occasions. All right. So, so is there? So, it sounds like Ms. Musto doesn't want to put on for discussion or approval. We can have a vote on that. Or, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm fine if you want to put on a discussion. Okay. I don't agree with an approval because, you know, first of all, to have, to have like, I don't want to rush the residents. First of all, 
okay, this is their, their, they've requested this kind of a meeting. I don't think it's right to sort of rush them, right? So to add it on at the end of that kind of a meeting um, and make a decision, I, I don't agree with that piece of it. If we have time for a discussion, that's one thing, you know? So, you know, and a lot of times we put things on our agendas that just say discussion. So just to so be clear, that would be mine. Yeah, just to be clear, yeah. the Governor Stone meeting is a, is, is a public hearing on the affordable housing plan. There's nothing to do with the animal shelter on the Governor Stoughton, the Governor Stoughton public hearing. Mr. Wells and then Mr. Uh, Zoll. And then Ms. Brett. <laughs> so I would agree. I, I would not be inclined to be voting on this at all on, on Tuesday night. That's it. Right. Uh, Mr. Zoll and then Ms. Bradley. Yeah, I, I think just to, you know, a quick point on the rushing, I think I, I, I appreciate uh, what Ms. Musto is saying. I think you're talking about rushing the discussion around the affordable housing. For the residents. Right. Yeah, the, the yeah. residents well, discussion. The town-wide residents, I just want to, I think it's important that we acknowledge that this is town-wide land and, and we'll hear from everyone in town, uh, not right. just uh, certain neighborhoods. Um, I. Uh, I do think, you know, we, for example, have recently created a, a, a change in our bylaws where we allow 21 minutes of uh, citizen speak. Tonight we had three minutes less than. Um, I don't expect that we'll have three minutes of citizen speak uh, next week, but it's very possible that after an hour, an hour and a half, people may have felt like they've made their, their, uh, their voices heard. Um, so I think having it on the agenda, again, if we run out of time, I don't, I would not be in favor of telling everybody that they need to wrap it up because we have something else on the agenda. I don't think we would ever do something like that. But I think if we have it on, the, having it there allows us to do it. If we, you know, if we don't have it there, then we can't do it. So I'm in favor of giving us the ability to, to, do, to, to do something, including potentially vote on it. Ms. Brown. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair. I too am in favor of having something on Tuesday's agenda, including a vote. I am not gonna beat the horse that's already dead, but I really, um, my thing is, is the, I wanna make sure that there's somebody that's saying that everything is A-OK -okay and copacetic um, with their funding. And um, this should be something that they can produce within a week. Um, this is something that has been asked by me um, at least for the last, what month are we in now, September? At least for the last nine months. So, um, so I have been asking for this documentation. If I receive it and, and somebody else with a license to tell me that they are A-OK, -okay, I'm ready to vote next Tuesday. I'm ready to get this moving. I'm ready to get it moving wherever we're going to move it to. But yes, let's get this rolling. Thank you very much. All right, so um, under our policies, it's the province of the chair and the town administrator to set the agenda. Um, my inclination is to, to set, we have at least two members um, saying that we should have it on for discussion approval. My inclination is to have it on for discussion approval. Doesn't mean we need to. It depends on the majority of the vote, the vote of the board. But that's my inclination, and we'll um, we'll uh, take it forward. I don't think it's really subject to a vote whether we have something on on an agenda. It's just to, it's really the province of the chair, and then the board can do whatever it wants. The board can vote and and do whatever it wants uh, with with the item. So anything further on on this item six? All right. Uh, item seven, uh, discussion update approval, the um, uh, December 4, 2023 special town meeting. Uh, we have uh, three, bio, three uh, potential articles listed that we have heard about and then a catch-all at the end for other potential articles. 
The first is uh, the bylaw with respect to recording and posting meetings of elected bodies. Mr. Milano, do we have an update on that uh, on that potential warrant article? Sure. Uh, you've seen the draft that I put together. It has been sent. We shared it with town council for their feedback. Um, I've been sharing it around for other comments and feedback. Uh, town clerk Susan Galvin has given me some comments. Um, so once uh, town council has a chance to, to review it, uh, we'll bring it back to the select boards. I, I wouldn't uh, view it as ready for further discussion at this point. Your comments or questions? Please. I just had a, I had a quick question. I'm going to pull out my handy dandy old lady um, calendar. Okay, can we all just give me one second? Planner. It's a planner. Um, so on the 26th of September, I have a note that says that we are to approve all the warrant articles. Is that still the correct date? Yeah, that's the date we've set okay. uh, for closing the warrant and getting them to the warrant committee. Okay, uh, so we're still good if we don't have final things right now. Correct. Okay, thank you so much. Um, all right, uh, item, any other comments on, on the recording and posting item? Item B, the transfer of land to the Conservation Commission, Mr. Milano. Sure, I've uh, drafted this warrant article. I um, asked Peter McNulty at Murphy Hesse, Toomey and Lehane to, to look at the land um, to confirm that this was all Article 97 land and we would be just transferring it. Um, from Article 97 protection to Article 97 protection, that's all correct. Um, so the warrant article is ready. If, if the select board is interested in having it on the December town meeting warrant, um, it is ready for that, subject to town council's further review of the legal language of the actual article. Comments from Mr. Zoll. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I, along with several others, including Mr. Wells, had uh, the pleasure of walking this land a couple of weeks ago um, with the Conservation Commission and others um, I, I, I'm, I'm in favor of putting this through. I, this is really important land for a whole host of ecological and environmental reasons for, from, fish, um, uh, from, from fish and wildlife perspectives, from carbon sequestration perspectives, from, um, uh, from uh, flooding and um, uh, sort of climate management perspectives. So um, I would urge the, the board to uh, approve this article for the town meeting. And I, I'm certain that the town meeting will uh, be voting in favor of this as well. Thank you, Mr. Chair. That's quite a prediction. <laughs> you never know. With uh, a steak I, dinner. I, 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 really I can only bet so many um, steak dinners on town other, other comments or questions on this? Um, do we want to take the action now, or do we want yeah. to? Uh, so, Mr. Chair. Mr. Wells. I would make a motion to approve. Isn't this item eight? Uh, it's item seven. Seven B. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, you're correct. No. You're right. So I'm going to make a motion to approve yep. 7B, transfer of land, the Conservation Commission. And you can add it. I'm just reading off the agenda. If you have anything else you want to add to that, I'm fine so, with that. A friendly amendment? Friendly amendment, yes. Thank you so much. Um, if you'd move to approve the bylaw to transfer the identified land to the Conservation Commission and request town council to review and put into proper legal form. I'll accept that. Thank you. Motion's, uh, motion's been made, friendly amendment uh, accepted, and second. second. Um, any further discussion? All those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Zool? Yes. Mr. Zool is yes. All right. So we have that one. Um, uh, and then item C is the local historic district bylaw. Uh, I will say that uh, based on our discussion at our last meeting, um, I contacted the chair of the planning board and made uh, sent all the materials on this bylaw to the planning board, to the chair of the planning board, 
made her aware of the discussion here, uh, that there was conjecture that it, uh, it may be significant burden for the planning board on top of the MBTA Community Act to have this. And uh, the chair of the planning board told me that uh, she was gonna take this up with her board on Thursday night. Um, oh, this Thursday. This, I believe this Thursday, because okay. it was last week that we were in touch. And Ms. Milano, I don't know if you have any fur anything further on this bylaw. No, that's my understanding that it's been included on their agenda and they plan to uh, begin discussing it. I had a phone call with Larry Laffer from the local historic district's study committee today and he's planning to, to be there as necessary. Okay. All right. So, so Mr. Chair, can I ask a yeah. procedural question? So if the planning board is going to take it up, it has to. St does it still have to come back to us by the 26th to approve it for so, the warrant? So yes. I just so want to make sure I'm yeah, clear. So, so the, the, the reason that, that I reached out to the planning board is that this bylaw needs to be reviewed by the planning, planning board. And in addition, the, the local historic district needs mm -hmm. to conduct a public hearing. Mm -hmm. So uh, so the question is, do we want, so, so, uh, so we are asking the planning board if they'll mm -hmm. have the bandwidth really to do right. this given everything else they have to do so we would have to take an action at a subsequent meeting next tuesday the 26th okay in to include this on the one but but everything is closing on the 26th it, it closes on the 26th however and then we get not, some leeway it right not, it's not uncommon <laughs> not I just uncommon for the for the warrant to be reopened okay uh, the, the 26th is the date that we telegraph to the world as the time that we intend to close the warrant. It is not uncommon or um, uh, atypical for the warrant to be reopened. Okay. And uh, to include articles. Okay, thank you. So, Mr. Chair. Mr. Zoll. Are, 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 is your recommendation then that we stand pat on this and see what the planning board comes that's, back with on That's on my Thursday? view, yeah. Should we view. include this as a potential, if we're gonna have a little appendix uh, meeting at the end of, no? All right, never mind. I, I say no because I think that that meeting is going to be long enough. On the 19th. On the 19th. Don't you think? It's just if this was an up or down, I, was, I would oh. think that, you know, we could Will they do be it, ready by I, then? What's that? I don't know that the planning board will be ready by then. Will they? So, so the, 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 the ask of the chair of the planning board was um, not that they have their review the article, oh. but they tell us whether they will have the bandwidth in the next three months. Now so I understand. Then we could send it to the now board. I understand. Sorry for the Thank you cars. so sorry, much. Sorry for not being clear. Then yes. So it's just so uh, the, the idea is the the request of the planning board was just do you think you'll have the the opportunity to review this? Not no, not will they review it by next. So year. if they come back and, and tell us, Mr. Chair, that they think that they'll have that opportunity, then we could say, then okay, then we could just put it we'll over there. Yeah. So if that, if it's an easy thing to, to tack onto the end of next week, we could do it then, or we could do it on the 26th. Okay. Next week. All right. All right. Uh, and then we have a catch-all for any other potential articles. Are we aware of anything? Oh, Mr. 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 Milano, is there anything on the finance side? Sure. I, I do anticipate that we will, um, I'll be bringing a proposed warrant article to the Select Board Finance Committee and then to the Select Board um, for potential um, additional appropriations for the December town meeting. Uh, last year, if you'll recall, we did um, make an appropriation at the December town meeting to increase the amount of money going into the fiscal 23 reserve fund. Right now, we're thinking along the same tracks. Um, and in a related um, topic, the Capital Improvement Planning Committee voted this morning to support the purchase of a new wood chipper for the town. Um, 
the DPW's wood chipper uh, engine failed, failed earlier this week, or I'm sorry, last late last month. Um, and this is a piece of equipment that's used daily um, and the cost to bring in a crew uh, can run up to 1500 to $3,000 a day. Um, and while we do have a backup, it's about 20 years old and we all know our winter storms can be tough. Um, there's a hurricane lurking out in the ocean. So um, not having a piece of equipment until the next fiscal year um, is not really going to work for, for our needs. Um, so we would likely draw down some of that reserve fund already to acquire this piece of equipment. So our goal at the December town meeting would be to at least replenish that, if not increase it. And then um, I haven't been advised of any other requests so far uh, for additional funding, although we may get some in the next couple of weeks. I have reached out um, to the superintendent to Glenn today just to ask if there's anything critical or urgent that came up um, just to, to see if they had anything. Um, and then we'll, we'll reconvene with the select board finance committee and bring it to the select board as well. And I just observed you may get a request to, uh, tomorrow from the Animal Shelter Advisory Committee to bridge the gap if there is a gap still. Ms. Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just wanted to make note again, um, Mr. Milano, that we need to keep in mind that um, Mr. Zoll will be out of the country for a while. Um, so if we could make that Thank you. happen Thanks. on a sooner rather than later, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anything else on... Um, uh, town meeting, special town meeting items. All right, item eight. Um, I believe the, this is the um, letter of support for the CPC on the uh, estuary uh, project. I believe this is a deferral. Mr. Doyle is unavailable, and I, I, th I think the letter is not in letter form. So I think uh, the request is to defer this. Um, and then uh, item nine is the uh, follow-up discussion on the select board landing committee uh, the Ponset River uh, uh, tour. Is there? What's the update on that, Mr. Wells or Mr. Milano? So, Mr. Chair, I was um, I was going. I'm out of state. I'm not back until the 27th. I was going to try to schedule for the end of that week. Mr. Zola's intended. He wants to go, and I don't. When are you back? When is he back? Uh, I'm I'm back on. Um that um, essentially my first full day back in the country will be uh, October 3rd. But you don't schedule totally around me. I'll be there in Or Blockstown. So the problem, the one, the one I don't logistical issue we have is that October 1st, the bridge closes for the year, and then we can't get in or out anyway. So um, I, I don't leave until the, uh, I'm, I'm available until the 22nd, essentially, Mr. Wells. I'm gone. I'm not back until that's the problem. So let's see. Let me. It may be that we would not need any money, and I'd do this on two smaller municipal boats as we did the initial, just do it as a quick follow-up and then have a public thing down at the, uh, for anyone else who's interested, just down at the landing site to go through the tie-in bond report. Um, and if that's the case, we wouldn't need any money at all. So for right now, let's let's put that on the on the back burner as far as any money requests and i'll keep we're meeting on thursday and i'll have a better idea after thursday Co comments or any committees comments or questions from the board uh, Ms. Brown. thanks so much mr chair so um i'm wondering mr wells if it's possible for you to come back and talk to us about what the plan is like what the i don't i don't know what the overall and arching plan is besides what i've heard 
regarding um, some executive committee meetings and the um, leases that we've been discussing in executive committee. Um, I am, I, I'm kind of coming at it from a place where I don't really know what's happening down there. Um, I had the opportunity to pop by. I literally popped by on Friday night. Um, I got to see a lot of people down there, a lot of folks, and um, you know, did some talking. It was great. I was really inspired by some things that they all were willing to do to work together. And so I, I am, I guess I'm coming at this with a, I don't understand. And it's because I wasn't here for the previous dredging. I don't, I, I knew about it because I was on the warrant committee, but like I wasn't here. Like I'm no, just. You weren't. The last dredging was in 1983. Oh, so, then no, I wasn't. I was nine. No one, none of us were here the last time we dredged. <laughs> so, 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 and, so. And, I, and I was lucky that I even found Bill Clark, the former town planner, found the dredging history of permits okay. going back to 1909. And that was just so, so, a stroke of luck in a safe. So, so, so I think just in terms of process, if, if there's municipal resources being used um, in this, then it needs to be something that is, is either within the purview of the town administrator and approved by the town administrator, or within this board's purview and approved by this board and not by either the landing committee that doesn't have the authority to do this or one member of this board. So it seems to me it's either going to be this board or the town administrator um, uh, knowing what this is going to be and, and approving it. So a little bit of history, I, I'm trying to give this a, a five-minute answer. The Landing Committee was founded, was, was um, created after the work of the MPIC, and the multiple recommendations of the, of the MAPC, the MPIC, and the Planning Board to the Select Board. We created the Select Board Landing Committee when it was created in 2019. I, I actually thought it would be about six meetings. What we found out initially was that all of the rents collected by the Yacht Club for at least 10 or 12 years, no one had any idea where that money went or what it was spent on. None of the programs that the Yacht Club are outlined in the Yacht Club's lease to provide to the town were ever provided, including all types of youth programs and some that. Additionally, we found out that the land that the as Mr. Zulis will recall, that the land that the boats were all stored in was not even owned by the town. It was, in fact, owned by 88 Watt. So the first issue of the landing committee was to, A, create impact and was passed and voted by this board, um, a town bylaw that created a revolving fund for all, all monies now collected from the landing, all the waterfront, to go into that, including rents, to go into that rotating committee. The second thing that we realized was that the town dock, which is supposed to be licensed under Chapter 91 of the Commonwealth, had no license. It had been not been licensed in 30 years. The town filed with the town plan on our committee. We filed with Mr. Clark for that license. The Milton Yacht Club challenged us, challenged our ownership. We went to case, to court, and we prevailed in that case. And the courts ruled that the docks were, in fact, the towns. The last thing and the most recent, which came just before Miss Bradley and Ms. Musto came that Mr. Zulis was part of with Ms. Conlon. Um, Mr. Doyle and Mrs. Collins was that we procured and bought with family approval the land now known as 41 Wharf, which is now owned by the town and is broken into three lots, lot A, lot B, and lot C. 
Um, all of this has come back before the board to include the first river, first river um, tour was done. We advised the board. I didn't ask for approval. And I looked. It wasn't approved. It just you didn't ask for approval. Not did the prior chair. We did that because no one, no one, and I mean not a soul, include the conservation commission, anyone, had paid any attention to this valuable piece of two-mile stretch of land in decades. And from that, the Seaport Council of, of the Commonwealth listened to our plea and gave a $50,000 grant to tie and bond to conduct an entire study of that river from the Milton Landing to the Squanna Point Park in Quincy. And it was from that study that they learned not only that the dredging need and the dredging history, and we have not dredged since 1983, that the entire length of the river and any pollution found in it is a direct result of the EPA pollution that starts, that is now on the EPA Superfund list, that now goes all the way up to High Park. And it is inherent upon us, and I don't mean like a little bit, it is inherently our responsibility in the city of Boston, in the city of Quincy, for their pieces of it, to clean up this contaminated, beautiful place of land, as Mr. Zoll saw. The walking tour, because I've done it a million times, it, it is polluted and it is our responsibility to clean it. So that's what we have done. As to whether or not on leases, and I'm not going to get into that, We've, as Mr. Milano knows, and he inherited from, from Mrs. Fagan and from Mr. Denny, we have spent hours. We have put out two and now potentially three different RFPs representing the town, the interests of the waterfront, the interests of the citizens each and every time. And the existing leases that we voted last week, the initial lease, Ms. Bradley, that was put out, the assessors requested in 2019, that the building that we just gave a lease for $2,500, so the minimum annual rent for that building be $25,000 a year. Our committee recommended to this board that it be $2,500 based on the historic, only on the historical component that the Milton York Club had been in that building for 100 years. And that's pretty much all I can say about as to where we are right now. And, and, and that, uh, I don't think any of that disagrees with the fact that this is an advisory committee that board and as a matter of process, um, this, uh, it, it's up to this board or the town administrator and his, uh, under his authority to take any actions, whether it be to spend any money or to do anything on behalf of the town. So I don't think that, I think, and every, and every, every single dollar that we've spent to include the fencing that so many had asked for, the new black fencing, which complete was completed on Friday, a huge safety improvement of, to the amount of $9,600 that bid at our the committee requests um, sought by the DPW and the bill sent to the town administrator as soon as it was received last week. A huge huge improvement to that waterfront has just been done this week all right and so no one's disputing we're, 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 and every dollar was spent we haven't right. had many um there aren't a lot of there aren't a lot of um, municipal dollars that were spent mr milano can maybe recall but right, not so, a lot so we're the getting a little money we're, get, we're spent getting a little were, all right we're um, getting, will we're, be this year which is is he's just a water i think it's the engineering but phase one of the um repairs to the York Club building, which come to the amount of $200,000. That's a huge gift, huge gift. 
And not because it isn't needed, but everything we've done has been, this has been countless, countless hours, Michael. I can't even, I can't even comprehend how many hours we put into this. So I think we're getting something that the town has neglected for decades. So I think we're getting a little far afield of the, the, the agenda item. And, I, you know, to the extent we need to talk about fencing or anything, we can put that on another, another agenda item. Um, do we have anything further uh, on uh, on a Neponset River tour for approval of we this do board? Not. So no, we're not asking for any money. Uh, we don't know anything. when it's going to be. Okay, so we don't know what's going to be. Okay. We're not, I, I don't so know. I don't know that we can ask for along. anything. Yeah, we can move along then. Okay. I, I would like right. to go whenever it is. I, I know. I don't know where it Presumably is. Presumably, we will either approve it or Mr. Milano will approve it. So, so you'll can know somebody let me know? When, Thanks. Ms. Mustard. Um, I was going to suggest that Mr. Milano could be the one to approve it. He sits on that committee. He's at those committee meetings. Mm -hmm. And if these are costs that are, you know, we had approved that you could approve up to so many dollars. So, I mean, not that this would be a huge cost, but it just seems when and if it ends up being a more formalized process. But um, he's he's at those meetings. Yeah, the question is whether in that, that who has the authority to appropriate money from that revolving fund, if that's where the money's coming from. And if it's this board, then it has to come to this board. Right. So that's the question. So, um, so all right. Mr. Chair, yeah, can Ms. I Ms. ask Brown. you, um, I, I know later on we have a agenda item called future agenda items. It's number 20. Mm -hmm. But I'm just wondering if we can put maybe in a, a pin in it to bring back up is, um, who does approve the funds for items that are happening? Um, I can tell you that Mr. Zoll and I have not seen anything that came before us for a fence. I saw the fence, I was there. Um, so I'm wondering, can, can are these things that we can ask for future agenda items or are these yeah. things that the finance committee should ask? I, I don't know no, what the I, process I mean, is. We can put it on agenda. We can put it on We can do something agenda. like that. Um, okay. Uh, we can certainly put it on as agenda item. The, the, um, Mr. Chair. Mr. Mr. Wells. I have my hand up. I know you don't see it. So yeah, I no, do I believe, and Mr. Mueller can answer me, I believe that the um, article was written in a way that any funds are, are, uh, go to the town administrator, which is what this bill was, which is exactly what we did. On which piece? I, we're, we're, we're getting a far field of the agenda item. So we'll we'll put this on the agenda and and figure it out. It's not part of the agenda. So let's okay. we'll, we'll 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 take this up on, on another on another. We, we really town council's not here, but we really can't go too far afield of the agenda item. So anything else on the river tour? All right. Uh, item 10 request for proposals for Milton Landing lot B. Uh, is this Mr. Milano or Mr. Wells? This is me. Oh, Mr. Wells. So on third, we have a landing meeting on Thursday. What I can report to the board is that we've, we've, and I met with Mr. Milano on Thursday of last week to fill him in. We've received an inquiry from a organization, a water dependent, a water usage organization that is interested in, in well, they're actually interested in the building and lot B. Um, We've just awarded a lease on the building, but they're interested in lot B for seasonal use. We have a meeting Thursday to look at the prior RFP for lot B and to develop a new RFP for lot B to bring back to the board. I don't think it would be by the 27th. It could be. I know that Josh and Tim are working on it already. They've already pulled it out. Um, but if it's not, 
the 20, I'm, I'm saying the 27th, and I might have the date wrong. I know whatever that week is, whatever the date, 26th, I think you said, um, it would be the first meeting in October to issue an RFP, a new RFP for Mark Green. Comments or questions? Um, or updates. Um, all right. Um, so thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll look uh, we'll look for that uh, at a subsequent meeting. Item eleven: Select Board Finance Committee report. Ms. Bradley. Thank you so much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Zoll and I had the opportunity to meet with the. First of all, we met and we organized. Thank you so much for that. Um, and then we met with the school um, finance committee. Um, which we intend to do the same thing that we did last year, which was make sure that we are creating a town-wide budget. Um, it's not the schools, it's not the town, it is one budget under which the town administrator and we all um, observe. So it was a great meeting, everybody was present. Um, we got to hear a lot of what their agenda items are for the school, what their goals are um, for the school and how they are planning on moving forward. It was um, more of an organizational meeting where, um, where we talked about starting our every other week meetings with the school committee, school subcommittee, fi finance committee, every other week starting in October. Um, so we will continue that. And um, we talked a lot about dates of when they can get us information so that we can try and be more cognizant of the warrant committee's time and how much it takes for them to, to do things. So that was pretty much the sum of it. Mr. Zoll, if I missed anything. Okay, um, that was it. So we are off and running. Giddy com up. Com com comments or questions uh, on item 11? Seeing none, uh, item 12, discussion approval committee appointments and reappointments. We have um, uh, four listed appointments uh, for the uh, equity and justice for all committee. Um, Mr. Uh, um, Milano, is there any, uh, any uh, input on this uh, in terms of teaming this up? Are these, uh, do we have four slots open? We do and um, we did share the applicant's uh, name and information with um, Ms. Lattimore and Mr. Hart, um, and, and they took a look at them and said uh, they'd be good to have onto the committee. So they're okay. for the select board now. Comments. Mr. Chair, Ms. I think I make a motion um, to appoint uh, Kevin McElhaney, Yolanda Thomas, Sarah Porter, and Sarah Myrie uh, to the Equity and Justice for All Advisory Committee. We, for a term? For a term of. Is it right there? Right there. Hold on, I got it. Usually one year. Uh, yeah, for a term, a one-year term. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, second. Sorry. Motion's been I'm made. Sorry. Motion's <laughs> been made and seconded. Uh, any discussion? Um. Uh, all right, Ms. Musto stepped out. Do we want to wait a minute or? She has. Um. She's just coughing. Okay. We'll give her. We a should second. give her a second. Uh, give her a second. May TV should have some music they're able to play. <laughs> I, I think they do, actually. Yeah. Take Sorry. Take it's okay. I'll turn them off. Oh, do you want to turn them off, the, the fans? It's okay. It's yeah. just irritating. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, why don't we turn them off? Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. Uh, do, we'll the All right, well, do the roll call. All right. I'll turn them off. I'm lower on the roll call. Well, no, but you need no, to No, but just too. sit. Just sit. We'll <laughs> do it in a second. All right. All right. Well, okay. we'll, we'll turn them off. We'll turn okay. Them off. We'll do the vote, and then we'll turn them off. Can we vote? All right. Yes. 
Motion's been made and seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Zoll? Yes. And Mr. Zoll is yes. Okay. Uh, item 13 uh, is discussion approval of the minutes of August 8th, um, uh, 2023. <clears throat> we had some revisions that came in today. Um, and uh, comments or questions on the minutes? No, I, I, Mr. Chair, I'll make a motion uh, to approve the uh, meeting minutes for August 8th, 2023. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded. Uh, I have two, two comments. One is um, uh, under item nine, uh, where it said uh, the, the chair Thank Mr. Zolfer's efforts and offers his support for, in favor of the revisions. I believe I said, um, and this may have been, uh, and I suggest this only because there are other <coughs> things that are stated in here um, uh, about what members stated. I believe I said that the revision, revisions did not, in my view, the re revisions did not change the substance of the request or the arguments. Um, but but I, I haven't gone back and checked the meeting, and so, um, so I would ask, I guess I would ask maybe uh, Ms. DiNapoli to check, in, check her notes to see if that's, that's accurate. Ms. Uh, Mr. Zulis, that, uh, that's my recollection of it too. as well. And I, you know, maybe I'll, if somebody wanted to amend my motion to <clears throat> amend the minutes. Well, it, it, and, the, and then there's one other thing, uh, that, uh, one other question I had, and that is, this is the proposed revisions at the bottom of page nine um, on the, reconsideration of the June 13th minutes. It said, um, Ms. Musto shared concerns that the minutes uh, did not uh, paint a clear picture. And then Ms. Musto requested Ms. Bradley elaborate on what occurred during the meeting. And, and, I, and again, I don't remember this discussion specifically. This is statements going back and forth. But it's really the board. I don't know if there was a motion here or it was, there wasn't a motion. So this is accurate. This is there was no motion. Okay. The discussion. Just the discussion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. I read it. It's fine. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Thank um, you. All right. So uh, I guess I would offer that amendment. I accept uh, it as okay. a friendly amendment. All right. Motions. Uh, so the friendly amendment has been offered. Sure. And does the second accept it as well? Sure. Okay. Uh, motion's been made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Um, Mr. Wells? <clears throat> Yes. Mr. Zoll? Yes. Mr. Zulish, yes. Item 14 is um, the discussion approval of one-day liquor licenses. Mr. Chair. Yes, Ms. Bradley. Thank you. I move to approve the one-day liquor license for the Forbes House Museum located at 215 Adams Street, Barnfest, September 21st. Oh, my dad's birthday. Maybe I'll take him. 2023 <laughs> from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. I'll second. Motion has been made and second. Any further, any discussion? All those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Zool? Yes. Mr. Zool is yes. Mr. Chair, if I can. Please. I'd like to make a motion to approve the one-day liquor license for Deborah Merriam, uh, the Mary May Benny Wakefield Arboretum, October Family Fest, October 21st, 2023, from 2 to 5 p.m. I'll second. Motion's been made and second. Any further discussion? All those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Zoll? Yes. Mr. Zoll is yes. Item 15. Um, uh, this uh, uh, was a simple idea that seems to have been uh, 
um, uh, got caught up in some of the intricacies of municipal finance. The idea was to have a food truck uh, for our town staff and to maybe have uh, on a Friday afternoon when they get done at 12 to have uh, town staff and <coughs> elected officials uh, get together and, and, um, and uh, share uh, some goodwill and, and, some, and some food and drink. Uh, however, uh, we have some issues with municipal, and the idea was to um, get, a pro get an appropriation from the select board budget to do this, approximately up, up to $900 or $1,000. Mm -hmm. However, um, uh, we have come to find out that this is not allowed under municipal finance. Mr. Milano, maybe you can fill us in on this. Correct, Mr. Chair. Um, there's very strict guidance from the Department of Revenue <clears throat> about expenditures like this, like this, and it really limits our ability to support and have events for retirees. <coughs> and, and it's, stuff along those lines, so we generally will fund those out of our own pocket. Um, I will just add that we have um, made some progress on potential gift funds, so I might be able to come back to you next week with a proposal um, for this one. Okay. Can, can I ask a question? Ms. Bradley and then Mr. Zoll. Thanks so much. So um, <clears throat> I'm trying to phrase this the right way. So we have at the church right next door, like this weekend, we're having grills out there and we're gonna do a welcome, like a welcome thing. Is it something that other nonprofits within the town could help put on? Or is this, what are the guidelines say in regards to other people stepping up to help out? Expenditure of public money. This is public. We, if we were going to do, <coughs> right? So like, board, if we were to bring our grills, yeah, that's just separate. What what the thought was with the select board would do it perhaps out of its funds. That's not allowed. Okay. Uh, at least unless we find, have something with a gift fund. <coughs> if people want to do something separately and do it on our own, that's certainly permissible. That's okay. Yeah, and I would be happy to follow up with you on that. As, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. an infrastructure there that I think sure. we can utilize. That was my, my, my point, uh, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Was um, mm. was that I would be willing to you know contribute to? I'm sure um, others would be as well. So, Mr. Milana can let us know if there's some gift funds that are available and if there's other funds that we could potentially use and what we could supplement with. Mr. Wells. So you're corrected. I'm very familiar with this. You cannot use municipal dollars at all. I did do this a couple of years ago. You might remember I had a put on an ice cream truck for the day. I paid for it myself. Um, that's what we would have to do. We could all collectively chip in to pay for it. An outside entity could pay for it. Um, any restaurant in town could could offer it. Um, my only suggestion is I don't think I pick a Friday because the reason they like a half a day is they want out of here. As Mr. Milano knows, when the bell rings, they had to sell. So, um, so a Thursday. But I'd be more than willing to put whatever dollars necessary towards this. The only thing is we want to do it sooner versus later as the fall is coming upon us and the weather will change at any time. Same. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That was the idea. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll see if we can make that happen in the next two weeks uh, before Mr. Zoll goes away. Um, and uh, I'm causing all these problems. No, no, no not at all. Um, all right. Uh, item 16 is the town administration report. Thank you. Um, I feel like I forgot to prepare for that tonight. Um, so I don't have much. I will note that um, we, the town moderator, town clerk, and I have had a conversation <clears throat> about 
um, communications with town meeting members. Um, we looked at what other representative town meeting communities do and um, a setup, what kind of setup there is to allow folks if they want to communicate with their elected officials in a different precincts, uh, what they do. The town of Needham has a system where um, town meeting members are asked to uh, provide their information and then their information is held by the town and they're given residents are allowed to contact through them through a form on the town website. Um, so we've been looking at that model closely. The town clerk um, has had a conversation with the town clerk in Needham and I know Mr. Hiss was reaching out to the town moderator in Needham as well. So um, we're underway looking at something um, that might be of interest to this board and to the town meeting members and I'll report back once we have a little bit more information in terms of how Needham's has been working and, and um, doing so far. All right. Um, oh, we allowed <clears throat> to ask questions? Uh, yes, go ahead. <laughs> Just keep it Yeah, keep so it tight. <laughs> uh, thank, uh, I, Mr. Milano, thank you for that. I, I know, um, you know, with um, the December town meeting approaching, I, I know there's a lot of folks who want to make sure that they can get in touch with their mm -hmm. uh, town meeting members. Um, so I think uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that this is uh, happening. And I, I would try to put that out there as like, I'd make it would be great if we could have something in place for that. Sure. Um, because I think transparency and, and the, you know, the idea of a representative government is that um, you hear from your constituents and, and you, um, and you act accordingly. So I'm, I'm glad that we're looking into this. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Okay. All right. Ms. Muster, all right. Thank you. Yeah. I just wanted to um, say that right now, people can still reach their town meeting members. They have their addresses. They can, I often get letters and things from people. So there is a mechanism now um, in the interim. So. Great. All right. Um, um, the other thing, if I could, Mr. Mr. Chair, yes, is um, it's your report. We, uh, we do routinely post openings for boards and committees. On our website, please um, check that out. Uh, it's been a little quiet lately, uh, so we'll probably um, do a new blast um, in the coming weeks to try to um, get some interest now that folks are back and uh, back to the regular routine of school and, and volunteering for boards and committees. Great, great. Uh, anything else, Mr. Moore? That is uh, my report. Thank you. Thank you. Item 17, uh, Chair's report. Uh, two things. One, um, the uh, first home football game, uh, as I've been alerted by Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Zoll, uh, is Thursday night, and that is the Milton Glows, Go Milton Glows Gold uh, football game. And so if we want to all get out and support uh, the Milton Glows Gold, uh, for which we issued a proclamation, then we should show up and do our best to show up at the football game on Thursday evening. 7 o'clock kickoff. 7 o'clock kickoff. 7 o'clock kickoff. Um, and then uh, second also relates in part to Mr. Zoll, and that is that there was a very successful Forch Fest uh, this past weekend uh, at which uh, I, I uh, became as wet as I have been uh, in many decades. Um, but it was a very successful event and, um, and uh, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of music, a lot of fun, and a lot of rain. Uh, thank you to all who participated and all who went and all who, all who got wet. Um, item eight, oh, Ms. Mrs. Musto. Um, yes, I just wanted to add one thing. That was uh, last night I attended the library, had a state of the library yeah. presentation that was for us. Um, and uh, it was very informative. I was the only representative from our board that went, but it was really informative. And I know that, um, that uh, he'll send out the PowerPoint mm. 
um, I guess there was some concern about us not receiving it early enough so we could plan accordingly. So just wanted to Great. pass no, that's that out. Very helpful. Thank you. I was getting wet at a soccer game. So <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, public comment response? Anything on that? Uh, item, item 19, future meeting dates. We have the, well, Mr. We have, well, Mr. Zoll, you're just itching your head. You don't yeah, know no, that. sorry. Okay, yeah. Just right. scratching. Um, item 19 out. is future meeting dates. We have our public hearing on Governor Stoughton Trust uh, next Tuesday, and then the other dates listed. Future agenda items. Uh, we have the, um, and what was the, uh, what was it that you, uh, you wanted us to put a the pin fence. on? The, I would like the, to know the, who approves <clears throat> monies to be spent on Milton Landing. Okay. Uh, so that's one. I got a list. Okay. That, and that, that's the revolving fund. Okay. Yes. All right. You can uh, send this to me in an email. I we could. Don't have, if you want. I could, but it's, if you want to do it I now, would like to do this too. now. All right, so um, I'd also like an update on where we are with the turf field. The um, soccer team has had to cancel, the JV and the freshman teams have had to cancel multiple games. This is Lower Guy. Yes. This week? Lower, yeah. Well, yes. And so um, I'd like to know where we are at with the turf field and when that can happen. Mm -hmm. um, because it is impacting our children. Um, and then I'm questioning and I'm, I'm wondering, and please, those of you that have been on here longer than me, do we often get reports from the subcommittees that we oversee or do they do their own thing? I, I'm not, I didn't know where else to ask this. So, so, so why don't we put it on for an agenda item? Thank you uh, so much. Reports from subcommittees. And that's it, I'm done. Great, great. So that's three. Three, I got three. All right. That's, that's not bad. Anything else on future agenda items? Okay. Uh, item 21 is the executive session that, um, that we've been advised by town council to defer um, because uh, in order to have an executive session with, with respect to potential litigation, it needs to be imminent given the fact that uh, the Chickatobic project has now been delayed. We need to take a, take a look at uh, whether anything that we were discussing would be imminent and town council will advise us on that. So we'll have to defer on item 21. <clears throat> item 22. I'll make a motion to adjourn. I'll second. Motion's been made and seconded. Uh, any further discussion? All those in favor, Ms. Bradley? Yes. Ms. Musto? Yes. Mr. Wells? Yes. Mr. Zool? Yes. And Mr. Zulis, yes. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we will return next Tuesday night on um, September... 19th for our Governor Stoughton public hearing uh, with respect to the, um, the land of the town farm. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.